Today is the feast of Saint John Neumann, or as is pronounced a lot of times in Knoxville, John Newman. But this is not John Henry Newman, N-E-W-M-A-N. This is John Neumann, N-E-U-M-A-N-N, for whom the parish in Farragut is named for. So I'm going to call him Neumann, even though most people say Newman around here. He was the first male U.S. citizen to be canonized. He's the only U.S. bishop at this point who has been canonized a saint. And uh, as I said, he is not John Henry Newman. Our gospel passage today is just chosen for the Tuesday after Epiphany, but a kind of interesting connection between um, this, the multiplication of the loaves, taking five fish or five loaves of bread and two fish and feeding 5,000. Well, John Neumann was somebody of great spiritual multiplication. The numbers are pretty staggering about what he accomplished as the Bishop of Philadelphia. How can we multiply the gifts that we have been given to enrich the world? St. John Neumann wanted to be a priest. And he entered the seminary in his native Bavaria at the age of 20 and finished the seminary. And the bishop decided not to ordain him because he had too many priests and he didn't know where to assign him. Even though John Neumann knew six different languages, he couldn't find a use for him. So John Neumann moved to the United States with one suit and one dollar. And he was ordained three weeks after arriving in the United States for the Diocese of New York, which at that point included all of New York State and some of New Jersey as well. He was sent to Buffalo, where he had a parish that basically was everything along Lake Erie between Buffalo, what's Buffalo and Erie, Pennsylvania. But he was lonely. He didn't feel that he was a good priest on his own, so he decided to join the Redemptorist community. Um, And he was the first um, person in the United States to join the Redemptorists. And so that means, for those of you who are scholars around here, of who we are here at John 23rd, he actually rubbed shoulders with the people who founded the Paulists. The Paulist fathers were the first five American-born Redemptorists who then left that community to found them. So Neumann joined the Redemptorists about two years before they did. Ten years after he became a Redemptorist, he was made the Bishop of Philadelphia at the ripe old age of 40. And Neumann basically set up the model of how Catholic life worked in the United States for the next hundred years. Philadelphia became, under him, the first diocese to have a school system. And this is the time of the immigrant church in the 1840s and 50s, where very few of the Catholics in this country spoke English. They came here in droves from various parts of the world. We think of uh, Europe especially, but also from French Canada and from Mexico. And they did not know how to obtain social services. They formed these tight-knit churches, and the churches were the ones that helped them negotiate American society. And here's where the spiritual multiplication happens. In his eight years as bishop, John Neumann averaged setting up a new church one per month. 
more amazing is that when he became the bishop, there was one school in the Diocese of Philadelphia. By the time he was done, there were 200. And uh, he was really blessed to have known those six languages. He needed that to be the Bishop of Philadelphia. He also was at the forefront of dealing with the know-nothing or the nativist movement. This was the height of uh, Americans being anti-Catholic, being very opposed to these immigrants. And uh, so Neumann was caught up in that. Today, we no longer are a U.S. church of European immigrants. We are not a church of tight urban parishes. We are a a nation of suburbs and cars. And most Catholics go to public schools. There weren't public schools back then, so Catholic schools were all there were for these people. Catholics are not nearly as persecuted in this country. But much of what Neumann did is still relevant today. The United States church is still an immigrant church. But those immigrants are from Latin America, Africa, Asia, and the Middle East. We are called by Pope Francis to be a church for those on the peripheries of society. And we live in a world with lots of religious persecution persecution of other religions, persecution of Christians in other parts of the world, and there is persecution in the United States of the Catholic Church. I think sometimes that's a little overplayed, but in a society that is more and more secular, our Catholic values are under threat. And so John Neumann is somebody to learn more about, somebody to pray to for the needs of our church today. But again, the miracle of the loaves and the fish. Well, some people would say the first miracle is that there were 5,000 people there and the apostles went out to see what kind of food they had and a couple people actually offered up their loaves and fish. What are the gifts that we have that we think are not worth sharing? 